0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Locust Golden Hour podcast. My name is Christina. And I'm Lena. So this podcast is about sharing stories, advice, tips, and all things surrounding university and student life. So today we'll be chatting about going back to in-person learning. We'll share our thoughts, some tips, especially if it's your first time being in class on campus. And we have a special guest with us today. Megan, would you like to introduce yourself?
1: Hi, my name's Megan. I'm a fourth year student here at Laurier. I'm in the DMJ program and I'm an OCA. Thank you. Thanks for being here. Yeah, of course. Um, So I guess we can start off with a little
0: bit of an icebreaker question about our topic. How are we feeling about transitioning
1: back to in-person learning soon? Thoughts, feelings? I know for me personally, I'm a little nervous but I'm excited. Like, it'll be interesting to see what it'll be like going back to campus. Um, the last time I was on campus was my second year. What about you guys?
2: Um, it was first year for me and Christina as well. Um, in terms of my experience or like how I'm feeling, I'd say I'm also pretty nervous, but definitely equally parts excited and just looking forward to it. I know it'll just be really great being back in a classroom and just surrounded by you know um, students and just feeling you know the campus vibe I feel like that's really important you know like the community um, feeling the Lori community so I'm really excited what about you Christina?
0: I'm also kind of excited the thing is I've always like kind of preferred online school more just because I can schedule my own schedule (laughs) my own routine but I do miss that campus vibe. As, like you were saying, I miss that kind of part of my routine where I get up, and I get ready to go out, and I just like sit at my desk all day. <laughs> the only thing I'm nervous about is when testing goes back in person. I don't remember the last time I filled out a Scantron card, <laughs> filling out all those bubbles. Oh
1: my goodness, Scantron, what a throwback! Do,
2: do even do the students even know like the first year students like have they even used scantrons I don't think because it's all been online like unless they used it in high school like they probably don't even know what a scantron sheet is
0: yeah oh my goodness <laughs> oh, we said that in sync
2: <laughs> so I guess to begin this whole conversation let's just start off with like how how do how do we do learning in person like in terms of taking notes in terms of going to lecture or even like test taking like what do we need to know what do you think that like we should share with our students in terms of tips and tricks
0: i think the first thing you should do is make sure you know where your classes are um do a little like pre-route I don't know like check what your route is between classes go find out where all of the classrooms are are the lecture halls because if not it can be a little bit of wrecking and you have like 10 minutes to find okay which building is this which
1: (laughs) where's my class yeah I remember when I was in my first year just kind of going off of that I actually my lock screen was a map of the campus and I was so paranoid that I was going to be late to my classes and I literally like I circled all of like the buildings that my classes were in because I was so paranoid that I would be late. I was a very anxious first year for sure, which I think is valid because it's it's kind of scary. Having your lock screen is, that is actually really smart.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I agree that so you always have the map with you. I I did something similar, just didn't have it, my map on my lock screen, but like I like scoped out all my classrooms and I like did like found the optimal route you know it's like this way's faster if i cut through like this building or something and i was like yeah get there fast i i always liked getting to class early so i can get like my seat or like i like sitting in the front because i can't see very well so like i try to get to my classes i know like a lot of my first year classes were like big so like i would have to like fight for like that <laughs> that like f- like near the front seat so um yeah finding the optimal route is a really good um I guess tip for anyone
0: (laughs) finding out where you like to sit is optimal too because like I also sat near the front um like you Lena but that's because I got distracted if I sat by the back because I'd be looking at everyone in front of me's like laptop screen or like, like there's just more distractions in front of me that I would look at instead of paying attention so I like to sit near the front yeah, and certain
2: classrooms are different too, like different buildings, right? Like some of them have like the seats with the spinny, the spinny seats. Some of them have the well. This is on the Waterloo campus. Some of them have the thingy. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. The desks, <laughs> the
0: that desk, like goes up and them.
2: Yeah, I don't know. For, for our listeners here, like we're talking about those desks. Like I'm literally doing the action on on screen here, but like <laughs> you like flip them up and then you like fold them and they're like tiny and you're trying to fit all your pencils and your laptop and your notebook all in one spot. Um, but yeah, what I was trying to say is that every classroom is different.
0: <laughs> if you're left-handed, scope out the left-handed desk seats. There are a
1: few. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Where do you like to sit, Megan,
0: in lecture halls and whatnot?
1: I. I was always personally a fan of the middle section because like I said, I was a very anxious first year and like, I think I will be doing the same <laughs> this year when we go back because I didn't like to be directly in the front. I thought too many people were maybe looking at me, but again, like I was just an anxious person, but the back was so distracting for me. Like, like you said, Christina, I was looking at everyone's like screens. I was like, oh my gosh, like, what is this person doing? And then I just could not focus.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't mean to accidentally, like, eavesdrop and look at what people are doing, but it's right in front
1: of me. <laughs> no, exactly. I, it was so funny. But, yeah, it was definitely a middle kind of blend-in type. That's solid. Of student.
2: <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's a solid, like, solid place to sit as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> as for notes in class, how did you guys typically do it? Did you like to handwrite or did you
1: like to type it? Um. Well, When I first started taking notes, um, my high school, we didn't really like do a lot of note taking. So when I came to university, that was actually kind of a shock for me that everyone was taking notes around me. I'm like, whoa, okay, wait, wait a minute. (laughs) This is new. Um, So I started with paper, but I found that I wasn't a fast enough writer to keep up with the content. So I started typing and that was really good. But then I had the struggle of, wait, it's not on paper. I can't just like highlight it and stuff. So I would always come home after my lectures. I would use my computer, but then I'd come home and rewrite it just to kind of let it sit in my brain a little longer. I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah. Yeah,
0: that's like, that sounds time consuming, but sounds very effective at the same time. Because people say that's what you're supposed to do anyways. Like after class, you go... Home and then you and then you study what you just learned.
1: So, mm-hmm. but oftentimes, sorry, um, oftentimes too, when I would write, I would just write them on flashcards, so then I was kind of already ahead for tests and stuff.
2: That's so good, that's so smart, right?
1: <laughs> write that down, <laughs> okay. that's actually write that a down, really write that. good study tip,
2: yeah, because yeah. then it
1: saved so much time, right?
2: That's awesome, yeah. You're definitely supposed to review your notes and look back and like just kind of remember what you just reviewed, and then now you're like you have that those flashcards so that like when you have exams you can just study that's amazing
1: mm-hmm. and university yeah. students were busy yeah, yeah. wow
2: that's that's great that. tip yeah <laughs> 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 I, for me it really depends on the class like i kind of meg and i agree with like in high school i barely took notes and then coming here i was like i was like let me do let me use my computer oh wait let me use my notes i was like ah, i don't know and i was like just trying everything out um so I think it. De- I kind of learned along the way, like it really depended on the class I was taking. So like for, for like most of my business courses, some of them release like the lecture slides and I just like take notes on the, in the notes section of the PowerPoint. And that worked for me, especially because it was a lot of like talking and um, kind of more like you listen and type in like your own notes kind of thing. But then I had like a math course where I would print out the slides and because it was math like I would like write it out um and it would just be easy to follow along um and in some other uh, some of my other classes like French I would just take handwritten notes um because yeah a lot of the times I could I was able to kind of keep up I guess so yeah it definitely depends and I think um I might have to switch it up when we go back in person because right now I have kind of set up with like one on the side and then like taking notes while you're looking but then like when we go back in person I feel like that might even change for me with the classes that I'm taking right now.
1: I think it's really dependent on the class and like how you study and how you learn best. I think like
0: it's good to have like a week or two and then you figure out what works for you and then you can just keep doing it for the rest of the semester. For me, I'm the kind of person that I I love when they post the PowerPoint slides in advance because um, then I usually tend to write it out, not exactly word for word, but like I try to, you know, when you do your readings and you try to understand the content before you go to class. And then um, when when I'm in class, I just add on to the existing notes. So because I used to be the type of person, like at first year, I used to follow word for word. On the powerpoint but i wouldn't even register i'd like be typing so fast like don't switch the slide yet <laughs> don't switch the slide but then i wouldn't actually like comprehend anything so i like to do it beforehand um, yeah yeah or also like you said depending on the course um i had one that was like uh science like it was so there's a lot of like anatomy and diagrams and stuff so i had luckily i had an ipad so i would download the slides and then i'd draw on top of them We you could also print them out
2: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I think as well, like if we go in person and your professor stops sharing the slides, I'd say, like, don't try to copy down the slides. Like, try to copy down what they're saying because that's the good stuff. That's the golden like honey that you want. Because, you know, I feel like the stuff on the slides, maybe you can find in the textbook or other materials. Um, but you know, what the professor's saying is probably like important. <laughs>
0: that's what you go to class for. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Otherwise, you could just do the PowerPoint on your own, you know?
2: Yeah. (laughs) Do you have a lot of classes this term in terms of, like, participation and, like, having to discuss and stuff?
1: For me, uh, yeah, actually. Um, In my fourth year, I have quite a few, like, seminar-type classes. Um, So that'll be really interesting to see how that operates in person because in first year, I didn't have anything like that. I think, you know, going from online to, like, it's a very different atmosphere, especially when it comes to discussion-based courses. So it'll be really interesting to see what that's like. I think that's partly why I'm really excited for in-person. How do you, go ahead. (laughs) I was gonna say, how do
2: you feel about participating? And like, for example, like me, I'm like pretty shy. So like, even with zoom and like in person like I really have to like push myself like Lena get those marks or like Lena raise your hand like don't be shy you're here to learn like no one's going to judge you or at least I want to think that um and you know like you know do you got this kind of thing you know do you have any tips I don't know for anyone whether they're like really comfortable with, with participating or like maybe they need a you know a little bit of a push to participate
1: um yeah for sure um Like I said like I've always been a very nervous person in class I'm a pretty shy person um especially like when it comes to sharing my thoughts because like you said I always feel like somebody might be judging me but at the end of the day we're all here um for the same thing and that's to learn right um so every morning I kind of wake up and I'm like okay one thing you got this okay say one thing at least in class today and it's good and I think you know like once you get into that class and you kind of feel out the atmosphere, um, you'll soon learn like it's a really accepting place and everyone around you is really nice and they always have something great to say. So yeah, just kind of that morning push, waking up, feeling the vibe, saying, I got this. Yeah, for sure.
0: Morning manifestations. Yes. <laughs> it's good to set goals, you know, when you go into class, like I'm gonna say one thing, like I'm gonna like, yeah,
1: set those goals in the morning. Absolutely. And it's nice because then it's like you're crossing something off on your list for the day and you feel productive. feel accomplished, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I think the discussion in person will definitely be better than over breakout rooms because um, it can be scary that you feel like you can't hide, you know, and have your camera off in breakout rooms or pretend you're not there in the breakout room anymore. But it'll force you to, you know, make those discussions that, that you might you know, hide from if everything stayed online. So I think it'll be a good push and have keep everyone like learning well. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely.
2: And I can stop interrupting people by accident on Zoom. (laughs) Yeah. When when there's the silence and then you're like, ah, and then they go, ah, and you're like, ah, you go. (laughs)
0: Because there's no (laughs) nonverbal communication. Yeah. I think speaking out in class can definitely also be nerve wracking, like in discussions when you don't feel prepared. So just making sure to do your readings and whatnot. And um, I've noticed sometimes like it can be super scary if a prof is like, blah, 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 what do you think? And you feel like you're being put on the spot. Um, I've had friends who have been put on the spot before and what they do sometimes is just email the the professor and be like, just let you know, this is something that makes me really anxious or nervous. Um, Like, is there a way that I could feel more prepared for the class? Like." I just don't like being put on the spot and professors will listen because they want you to have a good time while you're learning like so if there's anything that does make you comfortable in person talk to the prof I'm sure they'd be very understanding about it
1: yeah I've always noticed like every prof I've had has always been awesome like I don't know about how you both feel about that but I've had wonderful profs who are always so kind and so thoughtful and they really take the time to get to know their students and Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with you.
0: Me too, Um, especially at the Brantford campus. Like in first year, the biggest classes I had were like 100, I think. Um, I have a lot of small classes, so they actually know everybody, which is really nice.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, I think um, the biggest thing is like, your professors don't know if you're struggling unless you tell them. So I'd say like even asking for an extension, like I remember the first time I did that, I was like, oh my gosh, Am I going to get it? Or like, I, I never thought of like, I was like, oh, why would I ask for an extension? But like, you know, I was not, you know, I was struggling at the time. And I was like, you know, might as well just ask. And you know, I got the extension. And I was like, well, this really did help me um, during the time that I needed it. And so you just don't know unless you ask someone. So I'd say like, if you want to send that email for whatever it may be, um, just send it. And the worst thing that can do is say no. So just, I guess... And just just do it. This is what I'm trying to say.
0: Don't be afraid to advocate for yourself. Okay, what about being off-campus students, and you know, whether you're commuting afar, like you have a far commute, or you live right near the campus? Do you have any tips for spending the day on campus? Like, do you have any spots that you like to go to while you're killing time or doing readings between classes? I don't really know much about the Waterloo campus, so
2: I can take a start of all about, about the Waterloo campus, but um, I like live close by the university and I, I, I walk there so that's like my my commute I guess and it's, it's very short walk but um, like back in first year I always like pack a lunch lots of snacks my water bottle um, I feel like I was a kid that had like a turtle shell backpack like I just I it was like filled to the brim like I had my my laptop my books like everything I needed for the day and like my back was broken I really thought that like I really really thought that in university like I would be over that phase of high school with having to carry like a bunch of books but I really wasn't um because I like I have my gym bag some days oh my gosh um but yeah I would say like be prepared um if you live close by like you can always go home and stuff so like some people I know like some of my friends like just like left a lot of stuff at home but I was the kid who like stayed on campus all day so that's why um but in terms of like spaces to go um there's a lot of like good study spots some of my faves are like the Peter's building, Lazaridis Hall, um I would just say like do other work while you're waiting for classes if you have a lot of time so you can just really there's wi-fi on campus you have your laptop um you can even like meet up with friends and study Um, so yeah, I feel like there's a lot to do in terms of killing time between classes or getting, um, work done. So yeah, and there's also like, if you need to like warm up your food, there's, um, you know, the 24 hour lounge where you can warm up your food. I don't really know exactly in terms of like, um, spaces that are like completely open where you can like eat and stuff. Like, I'm like the food court is open to to eat if you need to um but yeah i'd say like just kind of finding an area that you enjoy like that you like the vibes and like maybe like i don't know i like the sun so i like to find sunny places and then kind of just staying there before my next class what about you two
1: um yeah from kind of like the brantford side of things I find there's actually a lot of amazing study spots on campus. Um, It's just kind of finding those hidden gems, like the NPR room in the basement of the students union. Amazing. Mm -hmm. It's really great for collaboration. Um, Even the space in one market too, like that's all newly renovated. Um, When I was in my first year, we didn't have that at all. (laughs) So it was really great to see that, especially in the recent years. But yeah, I find, my friends and I from my program, because it is a smaller program being in journalism, we would always kind of hang out in those areas, chat, study. Yeah, it was just really great even too for building friendships with people. Megan, is there anywhere on the Branford
0: campus where there's a microwave? I can't think of it from the top of my head because I I didn't spend that much time on campus, but is there somewhere you could warm up your lunch?
1: I think it's in one market. I think um, in that area, there's somewhere. I can't remember off the top of my head either. <laughs> there's like kitchens all around campus. Somewhere that's like, oh, there's a fridge. Yeah, <laughs> there's a microwave. So hey, I swear there's one in there. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. If you, <laughs> I mean, if you have a lunch that you need to warm up somewhere on
0: campus, you'd be able to warm it up, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
2: I'm sure there's a microwave somewhere. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It can be good to, you know, um, bring everything you need and just spend the entire day on campus. Like, I know in first year, I used to, I lived in Expo, so that's a residence in the Bramford campus, if listeners don't know. Um, But I used to go home for lunch just because it was so close. But it, when I stayed on campus, and I made sure to bring a lunch, I had, I had my own turtle shell backpack. Um, It felt like I structured my day like a job, if that makes any oh. sense. So I did all of my work when I left the house. And then when I came back, I didn't have anything else to do. And I could like, it created a good balance between work and life and make sure I could relax at home. So I guess it's finding what works for you too and how you how much time you do like to spend
1: on campus. Yeah, absolutely. Even like being off campus, I found I would always meal prep too um so throughout the week like I kind of like make my rice and I'd eat that on campus and that kind of thing that was really helpful just kind of having that extra source because then you're not always spending money um and money is a huge thing for university students I'm always trying to save (laughs) um but yeah like even there's like golden grounds on the Brantford campus too where you can kind of get a quick little snack um, a coffee yeah yeah golden
0: grounds is so good the french vanilla is my favorite oh so good <laughs> and they have muffins too and i remember from my short time on campus in first year that um they're day-old muffins they had for cheaper and they just like wrapped them up in like plastic wrap um but they're they were cheaper and they taste just the same even though they're <laughs> day old so there would be like a dollar a muffin which is great <laughs> but if anything, I'd say like carry around some granola bars in your backpack with you just in case you do get hungry and didn't have time to make a lunch. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, I always had granola bars in my bag. And even for me, I like, I love gum. So I always had gum in my bag. Um, So I could chew. I like, I don't know, I, it helps me like focus. So I would like study and chew gum all the time. <laughs>
1: That's so funny. I remember pre-COVID, like, just opening a gum wrapper and everyone was like, oh my gosh, gum. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Oh my god. But but this time, since you're not in high school anymore, no one, like, the whole class isn't asking you stuff, you know, like, can I have some gum? (laughs) Can you imagine the whole Um, lecture just asking, can I have some gum? And there's, like, (laughs) I don't know, a hundred students and you're like, um, sorry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Or, like, a mint or something like that. Or what are they called? Icebreakers. Oh yeah. I've loved icebergs.
2: Oh my gosh. It's so funny when the professors, I don't know if you've ever had this experience or like seen it where where you like bring like a coffee or something, they go, Where's my?
0: Yeah. No, that's especially if someone walks in a little bit late with their Tim Hortons or
2: something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so funny. And then it's it's funny when they actually have something, or it's really great when they're like, I'm late, I'm sorry, and they they actually have a coffee for the professor,
0: you know? I've never seen that happen, but I want to, I want to be (laughs) that person, actually. I want want to bring a coffee for my prof. (laughs) Do we have any tips for in-person exams? Because I know we've been doing it either with a lockdown browser or, you know, like the regular quiz feature on my learning space, so it's weird because you're, in your environment like maybe in your room or your office or in your at your dining table or whatever but then you suddenly go and then all you have is a pencil I don't know it's like I haven't done one in so long does anybody have any tips for an
1: in-person exam this is gonna sound like such a basic tip but I literally live by this get a good night's sleep before if you're pulling it all nighter I feel like all that information it just kind of I don't know like you're so tired you can't think straight get a good night's sleep because you retain information so much easier that way but absolutely yeah i agree
0: yeah
2: i think also like if you like stay up late it's like if you have a morning exam for example like the fear of missing your exam like you have to like walk there obviously or drive there whatever however you commute um you don't want to be waking up late and it goes into your time right like i've heard horror stories of my friends you know missing exams and having to run there and you know um don't be that person (laughs) arrive early i would say also like i always like to get to my place early because i think one time low-key i think i might have come to the wrong classroom but i always scope out my classrooms first so like that's another thing scope out your exam rooms because they're probably different from your classrooms Um, but yeah make sure you're at the right place so hopefully you see a friend or something there um and and then get there early
0: <laughs> I also I don't know about you guys but sometimes I have some traditions before I do in-person exams like I like to write out study notes so whenever I go I make sure to get there early like at least like 15 minutes and I stand outside and I read my notes again and if I even if I don't read them I have to bring them with me in my bag just like Maybe the knowledge will seep through to me while it's sitting in my bag while I'm writing the exam. That's just, neat though. do you guys have any, like,
1: traditions you like to do before in person as, like, good luck? Yeah, um, it's funny you say that because I did something really similar with my notes specifically. I'm a very, like, visual learner. Um, so I would like make bubbles and I would like section them off and I don't know why it just helped associate like words with things, but I would stand outside of my exam room with that note and I'd be like, okay, here we go. Kind of thing. Also, I'd have a really good breakfast before as well, because if my stomach is gurgling in class, I'm just, I'm going to be focusing on that. I'm going to be like, oh my gosh, people probably hear this. Like what is happening? (laughs) Um, yeah, just waking up at a good time looking at those notes before class do you have
0: any traditions lena
2: i actually do it's it's really funny because it's not related to like i guess like notes or anything but i wear the same sweater to every single exam so it's really funny i it's my Lazaridis sweater so it's like my business like the the business um sweater essentially that says like WLU Lazaridis whatever um and since my first exam in first year I've worn that sweater. I think I've only missed it once did I do well on the exam I don't know but it's just a tradition for me to wear um I probably wear like literally the same outfit I wear like sweatpants or something comfy I also would recommend wearing something comfy so that you're not like worrying about anything or like yeah i just like to feel um i don't know warm in my sweater and so literally even if i have an exam like like two exams back to back i'll wash it or just wear it again (laughs) because like okay it's really funny my logic was that the business gods would look down on me (laughs) and, and would help me so i was like it's just a funny joke that i had with myself and it made me laugh and smile so um ever since then that's what I would do um so I'd always get ready and put on my my hoodie and um that would be my tradition
0: <laughs> I love that Yeah I love that awesome. so much
2: I know some people also wear like a specific like some pair of socks or, or something or maybe they like always have like a certain coffee before their exam um another tip I'd say like don't do anything you wouldn't do on a regular day because like don't mess up your routine like if you've you wouldn't drink coffee on an everyday basis please do not drink coffee because I had one friend trying coffee for the first time for this exam and she was it was terrible it made her like sick like she was jittery and like it was not good. Like she knew all the material, but she was saying like the coffee just made her feel terrible. So don't change up your routine right before your exam.
0: <laughs> I agree because every time I try c- to drink coffee, I'm jittery for the whole day, even if it's not that much caffeine, just because for some reason my body can't handle it. So every time I think maybe I won't be jittery this time. So I c- I can't imagine trying to write an exam if you're feeling all jittery and your heart's like racing, but you can't control it.
1: Yeah. Oh my goodness. I know for me, I'm an avid coffee drinker. There was one time I tried like espresso in my coffee before. It was not good. I switched it up. It was not good. Um, So I think just sticking to what I know is probably best. Another thing as well, um, something I would always do for my exams is I'd bring like a baggie just filled with a bunch of stuff I needed. So like my ID for um, Laurie my one card, um, a few extra pencils just in case because you never know. Um, I'd have some pens in there, an eraser, that kind of thing. I found that was always really helpful.
2: Yeah, I feel like that's a good idea because like I know like I would always have to like go into my pencil case and like grab like a few. And I, I was the kid that had like a handful, like I had my highlighter, like all these pencils I didn't need. Um, also bring a pencil case for the Scantron because you can't use pen on that. Um, so bring a pencil if you don't use pencils. Um, Also a calculator I've had people forget their calculators for a math exam and they're like they're like texting friends who aren't in the exam like do you have a calculator or an extra one so don't forget like the essentials of what you
1: need. (laughs) Yeah and like the great thing about the clear bag too is that like you can see everything that's in there so before you go you know you've got it all. (laughs) yeah, Yeah extra tip.
2: So now we'll move on to some tips from the team slash us. We had a few questions or topics submitted from our OCAs and our staff. So we're going to answer some of these questions. So um, what should you do if you walk into the wrong class and realize after 10 minutes you're in the wrong place? And they also said, trust me, it happens.
0: I think, honestly, it, it, it's okay to just get up and go but use the back door because um, like sometimes people get up and like leave in the middle all the time. Sometimes they go to the washroom or whatnot. It's not like high school where you have to raise your hand and ask or tell them that you're leaving. So just leave respectfully. If you realize that that's not your right class, go through the back door or something.
1: I remember one time in my first year, I walked in on a fourth year class, like in my program, because it was like they were leaving as like we would be coming in for our class. I remember I walked in and I sat down and I was like, I don't know any of these people in here and it was so scary but I was like okay I'm just gonna leave it's it sounds embarrassing to leave but like you just kind of go like you said respectfully and it's okay I mean it might be a little weird after you're like I can't believe I just did that again I was really anxious first year um (laughs) I'm still anxious (laughs) but it's okay it happens it really does yeah I
2: totally agree with that I think like people are probably trying to focus on the material so they probably won't even notice you leave and like like everyone said like university like if you go to the bathroom if you need to leave for whatever reason like the professor is not gonna like stop you you don't have to ask oh my gosh I, I think I think like people ask in the beginning of like if they can go to the bathroom but like the professor is just like oh you can go whenever you want um so like just leave and try not to be a disturbance obviously try not to cause anything but I'm sure you'd leave respectfully but um
0: yeah it's It's
2: not as bad as you think it is.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and nobody will remember that someone got up and left in the middle of class. No one will remember.
2: If anything, it's
0: better to leave without saying anything. than be like, hello, I don't think I'm supposed to be here. Because then you're just going to (laughs) interrupt the
1: entire class, you know? I feel like weirder things have honestly happened, too, in classes. Like, I think this is on a lower scale of, I don't know, I wouldn't say embarrassing things, but definitely things that could happen in class. Um... Especially like around the time of year when residence students would play gotcha, that in residence game, and they would bring like the funkiest things to class. Yeah. Like I remember my residence, we did umbrellas and at one point we had to have them open. So it was <laughs>
2: Wait, what? What
0: is
1: this? I've never heard you know
2: of
0: gotcha. This. We know maybe we do this a lot on, with in residence in the Brantford campus.
1: What is this? Um, Christina, do you want to explain it?
0: <laughs> sure. Cause I okay. I was so good at Gotcha at first year. It just sucked that, like we we were all sent home because guys, I was winning. Okay, <laughs> so everybody's given an item. I did it with my uh, with Art Hawks, and I did it with my residence floor. Um, so for my residence floor, our item was like was a lay, just a plastic one from the dollar store, and you had to have it on you at all times because you had someone who had you like, the the person that the, you were their target, so. Oh. And then you had a target. So if you saw someone without their gotcha item, without them like holding it or having it on their person at all times, you say, gotcha. And then they're out, you get their item and then you get their target and you wanna be the last one standing. But the thing is, as you collect items, you're gonna have like 10 lays if you like get 10 people. So the only safe spaces is like in a lecture hall, like in a class. But if you as soon as you leave, you have to have it on you and um, someone's workplace, I think, and
1: like in your own room. I remember um, my Dawn tried to make it really hard because my floor was really good at it. Um, And so I lived on the sixth floor of my residence building. I was in Lucy Marco place. And she told us that we couldn't use the elevator because it was an unsafe zone, even if you had your umbrella. So we had to walk up six flights of stairs just to get to our room. So it was really funny. It was a really weird game. Some people brought around tennis rackets. Um, someone had like literally 30 masks, um, like superhero masks on them because, and it was like all over their legs, their arms, because they couldn't leave. And eventually it just got so competitive that you just start wearing everyone's stuff. What I had
0: was the lay turned into, I would wrap around my ankle, but mm-hmm. then she thought that was too easy. So she gave us pool noodles, like a pool noodle. And then with my, uh, with my counsel, we had, um, Paw Patrol, what is it called? You know, like the arm floaty things that kids wear when they're swimming. Oh my gosh. So, <laughs> the little floaties. Yeah. <laughs> so I had a couple lays on me, a pool noodle and like five of those, arm floaty things. So I like connected them all together, connected to the pool noodle, and I wore it around me like a sash going to class. Like it was intense.
2: (laughs) So people people just walk around campus like this with their items, with their pool noodles.
0: And the thing is like the Brantford campus is like the city. Like so there's just like random normal people walking around and they see these kids (laughs) with pool
1: noodles just walking around there was one day I got a comment from someone on the street because I had like two umbrellas open as I was walking around and he's like what are you doing like like, I don't know that should
0: return when we go back in person absolutely that'd be so funny that's part of the thrill of the campus vibe you know doing something like that like you wouldn't do that if you weren't at university or at school so like carrying around a pool noodle and stuff like that that's when I miss about in-person classes (laughs)
2: That's actually hilarious.
0: (laughs) How did we get on this topic? (laughs) I don't remember. Gotcha is so fun, though. Yeah, I loved it. I think it was my favorite thing. I think we were talking about what you should do if you walk into the wrong (laughs) class. (laughs) Uh, What other questions do we have? Um, Um... I guess we just have some tips from the rest of the team. Um, make sure to scout out outlets, is what um, our supervisor Mitch says, our, our big, big boss man Mitch says um, to scout out outlets first,
1: or at least like charge your computer if that's what you use beforehand. Um, in the RCW building on the Brantford campus, I had no idea that one, there were outlets in there in first year. And two, that the chairs actually lean back a bit. I had no idea. They do? Like in the basement <laughs> lecture halls? Yeah. Oh, wow. I know, right? The more you know, I'm learning now, too. <laughs> I found that out at the start of fourth year for me. Whoa. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's some in there. They're kind of all scattered. <laughs> Good to know. Good to
0: know.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's important. I feel like scouting, <clears throat> excuse me, <laughs> scouting out um, the different kind of um outlets is probably a good idea because like I I know like for Bricker Academic in Waterloo like there's not a lot of plugs in terms of like right by your seats um but then like Laz Hall has like an outlet for every like person kind of thing like it's very, it's like, there's a lot of flam. So it's really good. So like knowing that I would know, I knew I'd always come to Spanish class with my laptop fully charged, but then I would charge it in my next class because I knew I had an outlet. And then my third class, they're all back to back, by the way, um, then my third class would be ready and I didn't need the outlet. So if you know, like certain classes have outlets then maybe like charge it while you're in that one. And then like for the other one, you don't really need it. Yeah,
1: that's, that's a really point. great too even like if you kind of have a break between classes too, um, I find a lot of study spaces around campus have a lot of outlets. You'll find them anywhere. Yeah,
2: for sure. And even if your phone, um, I'm not sure if there's stuff on the Brantford campus like this, but if you forget a phone charger in the concourse on the Waterloo campus, there's this uh, little box thing, like, you know, those things where you can charge your phone and lock it in at like, the airport or something so they have one of those so you can always use the charging ports there um if you need to charge your phone instead.
0: we have one of those i think like the basement of carnegie like in that lounge i never really went there as a student like i just like went there um for some events i remember first year be like painted flags in there during a week but i know that there's one there do you know what i'm talking about I didn't even know there was one there. There's like a kitchen there. Oh, there. There's a microwave. There's a kitchen. Um, it's like a really small lounge area, I think, in the basement of Carnegie There's something like that. Yeah, I know
1: there's one down. I didn't know there was the charger. The, oh, my goodness.
0: Yeah, I think you have to, like, use your student card to to be able to get in or something like that. Something like now that. that
1: you say that, yeah. that rings a bell.
0: It's like this <laughs> tower. <laughs> I think we have a final,
2: um, some final tips here. And these were the first one. The first question was from OCA Elizabeth. And this one, these last a few tips were from our logistics exec, um, Nilash. And they're saying to get to the bookstore early to avoid lines, which is a great tip. Um, and if you're planning to get Starbucks, book, book 30 minutes. Oh, what? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> if you book off 30 minutes. So they said, if you're planning to get Starbucks, book off 30 minutes for their line because it is huge, at least on the Waterloo campus. I think Tim's is even longer, to be honest, um, in the science building. Um, They said they're only half joking, but it is true that the line for food and drinks is very, very long.
0: (laughs) Can we do mobile orders? Oh, I actually don't know. What if, like, 30 minutes before your class ends, you just quickly put in an order, so right after class you can go pick it up?
2: Low-key, I don't think on the Waterloo campus, like, for Starbucks, they have it, but they have mobile pickup um, at the Starbucks on King, which is, like, just a walk away. So it's, like, there's a Starbucks on campus, and then there's a Starbucks, like, literally on University Avenue, like, down the street you could probably go to. So, I mean, that one's probably less busy, but it's also open to, like, everyone, the public, so choose your choose your fighter
0: (laughs) (laughs) our only coffee place I can think of is golden grounds that's on campus we do
1: right Tim's in residence oh oh, yeah yeah do they get busy yeah very busy. (laughs) (laughs) I would imagine I had a 10 minute break for like one of my three-hour courses um and my prof was like go do whatever that kind of thing and I remember I was I'm gonna to go to Tim's. I'm gonna get there so early. I'm gonna literally run there. And I did because <laughs> I was scared the line was gonna be huge and it was huge and I was very sad.
2: <laughs> oh, wow. I know like there's a lot of different like coffee places in the Waterloo campus. Like there's Bite 75 in Laz Hall. There's um, in the Peter's building, there's Frank's Coffee House. So like there's multiple like coffee places I would say. So like, I guess if you're in the building, like go to that one unless you really want starbucks or like tim's um something i would sometimes would do like there's a convenience store um just by the concourse so i'd sometimes buy starbucks at the convenience store like you know the frappuccino
0: things yeah i
2: i thought it was tasty it was just pure sugar right that's all i needed (laughs) i just needed the caffeine you know like i didn't care so i would go to the, the convenience store and there's like no line there so i don't know there's there's a lot of alternatives or make your coffee like before you come to campus, sometimes I do that. I literally, um, I had an eight thirty like every like every Tuesday and Thursday in first year, and my one roommate like had an eight thirty as well in the same like building. And literally, like she'd be walking out, and I was just like packing my lunch and like making my coffee and like it's like eight twenty five. I'm like, I'm gonna make it. <laughs> it was, like a five minute walk, and like I did make it. But you should probably come earlier to your classes, um is what I'm trying to say. What am I trying to say? I don't even know why I shared that
0: story. <laughs> It's okay, you're prepared. <laughs> you had your coffee, you had your snacks. 830s I was ready. Is, I'm not looking forward to 8.30s. <laughs> I'm
2: not either. Do you, do you both have 8.30s this semester? Oh yeah.
0: gosh. I have a 8.30, like my placement
1: starts at 8.30, but my classes are
0: luckily not. <laughs> They're later in the day. I'm
1: really, uh, I'm kind of scared to be walking to class at like eight o'clock in the morning in the freezing cold um because <laughs> I'm about 15 minutes away from campus as a walk so I usually just do that but it's gonna be cold I've gotta bundle up
2: <laughs> oh yeah I feel like that's the winter semester of like having to put on your ja- oh you need to give time because you need to put on your jacket your boots and like yeah I feel like the winter it takes you probably longer to get there mm-hmm.
1: Flippin'. I'm
0: slipping all the way to school.
2: Yeah, (laughs) maybe like you can take like skates. (laughs) You're gonna just ski on the snow.
0: (laughs) How can how Canadian of you?
2: (laughs) Take a toboggan or something. Get some. Get your friend to pull you.
0: I love that. (laughs) That's my gotcha item: a toboggan.
2: (laughs) Imagine. Uh. Do any of you have
1: anything else that you
2: want to share before we go into our last segment of our podcast? I think
1: I'm good. <laughs> I
2: think I'm good as Okay, well. cool. So our next segment is called Words
1: of Wisdom. Words of Wisdom.
2: So essentially what Words of Wisdom is, um, you can either summarize anything that you said or if you want to tell our viewers and listeners one takeaway, one takeaway from this podcast that they listen to, whether it's something that you already said or something new, just sharing, we just like to share words of wisdom. So um, I don't want to put you on the spot, Megan, but do you have any last words of wisdom for our listeners? (laughs)
1: Yeah, I think, um, you know, I think being in person is a different kind of vibe than online. So I really think just kind of being prepared, being proactive, um, trying to find time to get to campus on time, to be there early. I think that's so important. And, you know, I think it's so important too to just take risks because things are gonna be embarrassing. It's everyone's in the same boat at the end of the day. And I think it's, it, you really what you put into your university career is what you take away from it. I think at the end of the day, and so just kind of get out there. I know it's scary, but try. Snaps. That was very so, well said. Thanks, <laughs> I'm honored.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Being prepared and being proactive is really good because, you know, you don't want to be rushing to class and panicking. Like I don't think that panic
1: and stress is good for anybody. Mm-hmm. And also if you're driving, like the roads are, they can be pretty gross in the mornings sometimes. That's true. Be safe. <laughs> be safe. <laughs> For me, I'd say, I think I'll just say
0: what I said before, but um, if the slides are posted in advanced, um, kind of like what you said, Megan, like do your best to be prepared, have your notes written down and eventually you'll find out what kind of note taker you are even if it takes like a class or two, you'll get the hang of it eventually and in-person will be a breeze. I like that. That was really good. Yeah,
2: <laughs> that's awesome. Um, I just think the, what I want everyone to leave off with is that everyone's in the same boat. So like Megan's saying, like, take risks um, and do your thing, you know? Um, university is a time to experience things and try new things and it's okay to, Um, just, you know, see what you like and what you don't like. And everyone's going to be adapting at kind of a different pace. So if you see your friends are, like, super comfortable and, like, first day and everyone's, like, doing great, like, that's great for them. But if it takes you a week or even longer, um, that is okay as well. So don't be too hard on yourself with this transition because it might take a while and there might be – there's a lot of unknowns and just uncertainties of what's going to happen. Um, But everyone's here to kind of support you. And there's a lot of, I'd I'd say, like campus resources or like campus tours that you can maybe take or just even like literally approaching anyone and just being like, hey, I don't know where this building is. Like, I'm sure people would be happy to point you in the right direction. So, yeah, just remember everyone's in the same boat. So it's okay.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And always ask your OCA. (laughs) Ask your OCA. Ask your OCA. Yeah. Shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: that was awesome. And thank you so much, Megan, for being here today. We really appreciate you and loved getting to talk with you. Um, so as always, make sure you follow our, our podcast, subscribe and leave us a review. You can also follow us on our Instagram at Locust Laurier to stay up to date with all of our event events. And podcast episodes, and we will see you next time. So until then, stay golden, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.